You're listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audiocast. Praise the Lord, church. I said praise the Lord, church. <laughs> um, uh, I ain't gonna lie, I'm nervous, obviously. But we, we, you know, you're bound to be nervous. It, it's whatever it is, but... Um, I'd like to give honor to Bishop Crutchfield for letting me speak and my uh, pastor, which is my dad, Josh, for letting me speak, Josh Warner. Um, I don't have much time, so I'm going to try to be quick with this one. Uh, I, I'm going to speak, and uh, actually, first off, I'm going to give my title. My title is uh, Don't Let the uh, Devices of This World Distract You from the Will of God. Don't let the devices of this world distract you from the will of God. Isaiah chapter 44, verses uh, 16 through 17. He burneth parts thereof in the fire. With parts thereof he eateth flesh. He roasteth roast and is satisfied. Yea, he warmeth himself and saith, Ah, ah, I am warm. I have seen the fire. And, And the residue thereof he maketh a god. That's lowercase God, by the way. It's a false God. He maketh a false God out of it. Even even his graven image, he falleth down unto it and worshipeth it and prayeth unto it and saith, deliver me for thou art my God. And then I'm going to go to Proverbs. Proverbs uh, chapter 1, verses 29 uh, through 33. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof, his reproof, that, you know, his word of God, he, he, he checks you, you know, he, he makes sure you're on the, his will. Um, there, therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices, the devices, that, that speaks a lot right there, for for the turning away of the simple shall destroy them, but whosoever hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be a quiet, be quiet from the fear of evil. Um, you know, I, I started thinking. I'm like, man, devices. Like, he, devices in there. obviously, he was meaning like, you know, back then they're not really thinking necessarily like electronics in the future. We they don't really notice that unless you know God showed them stuff like that. But <laughs> uh, you know. They weren't really thinking that. They're just thinking of all these things. Like, for instance, the man that was making, you know, the fire, and he, he made, a, at the end of the fire, at the end of the meal, he made a residue. He, he, uh, he started worshiping. He made something, an image out of it. And I started thinking devices, man. We, we, make, we make God, we make a God out of a simple device nowadays. We start to worship and give more time to a video game and, instead of praying. To, uh, to the movies, to the TV shows. We, want, we are more worried about the next TV show, the next movie, the next video game, the next football season, the next NBA season, than the will of God and the word of God. We need to stay. We need to stay in check because I, I, was, I was praying about this. I was trying to speak. And I was like, man, what, what do I should I say? It, I was saying the world is more worried about these things, but it started to get into the church I've noticed more. We got to check ourselves. We got to look at will of God and be like, are we in that will? Are we following God? Because if we're not, <laughs> we're foolish. Oh, the Bible talks about, you know, the, uh, 
a man think of himself wise, he's foolish. You know, he, he's really thinking himself foolish in reality. Um, and then I, I started thinking of Romans uh, chapter 8, verse 9 through 10. But ye, ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If, the, if so, that be the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of the sin of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. You you got you got to make sure you're in shape. You got to make sure you're not feeding your flesh more than you're feeding your spirit. If you don't feed your spirit, if you don't give it all to God, then you're just gonna fall off track. You're gonna start leaving God. You're gonna say, you know what, God, I I, I will pray. I'll pray in an hour. I, I need to keep watching this YouTube video. I need to keep uh, watching this movie. Oh, there's another movie. I kind of want to watch that. It popped up. The enemy's using that. You know that he's using that. We gotta make sure we're in check in the will of God. Don't be consumed by the things of your flesh. There's a, a scripture that talks about walk by faith, not by sight. If you're walking by sight, you're walking in the flesh. You, the, the things of faith is scary when you look at it, but once you step forth and go in the will of God, it's all good. God got you. Um, that, that was my main you know, uh, message there, though. But uh, just make sure, <laughs> keep, us, keep yourself in check and make sure you're walking in the will of God. Amen. All right. So our next speaker today is Elijah Rodriguez. He is very active. <laughs> He's very active in armor bearers and enjoys helping mentor the young boys around the church. Uh, he received the Holy Ghost here at Life as a member of the armor bearers at 12 years old. Uh, he's also planning to attend Bible college next fall. definitely try. So good morning, everyone. If you didn't hear, my name is Elijah. And, you know, first off, I'd like to thank Pastor for whoever he is, for letting me uh, be up here and talk today. Um, I'm also new to speaking, so bear with me here. Uh, now, I'm not as wise as, you know, my church elders, and I hopefully will get there one day. But just like they had struggles, and just like you have them, I have them too. But we're all, we're all built for a specific battle to fight. My generation is built to fight something that other generations could not. Imagine if Samson had a cell phone, he probably would have cut his own hair. <laughs> but this doesn't mean they're weak, it just means that times change. And as times change, we introduce new technologies and stuff that, you know, and obviously everyone has one of these. Kind of like, you know, what Caleb said. But 
people this day and age don't have to travel outside of their homes to sin. They have all the sin they need right, right at their fingertips and disposal. For example, pornography. Any kid, teen, or adult with a smartphone has access to all of it. Access to anything, gambling, stealing. And since everyone has a phone, it's easier to hide. It's a normalcy. But despite it being as big of a problem as it is, we still have a God who forgives. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Even though these temptations will arise, God always makes a way for you to escape. For my generation, the best thing you can do is to put the phone down. But, you know, obviously, most people aren't going to get rid of it. You know, because you got to call and fill out forms, emails, whatever you do, you know. And they become important, so. But as many times as you can put a filter on your phone, as long as that spirit is holding you hostage, it'll, you'll find a way to get back to it. The best, another thing that you need to do is whenever you're by yourself, whenever that temptation arises, you need to get down and kill that spirit. And, but these spirits don't give up easy because, you know, addictions are like drugs. They stay with you as long as you have that. But... That was like my main message. In. <laughs> so. All right, now, come on. Good. All right, good job, bro. Our next speaker, uh, Sister Talia Warner. She was nine years old when she received the Holy Ghost here at Life. She just finished her first year at Indiana Bible College and will be returning this fall. She loves learning about the things of God and is currently learning piano. So let's give it up for Sister Warner. Praise the Lord, church. It's so good to be here today. I just want to uh, thank Pastor and Sister C for giving me the opportunity to come here. And I also want to thank my dad and my mom, um, Pastor Warner and Sister Warner, for allowing me to speak today. Um, definitely couldn't have done it without them in my life, so I love them. Um, so I'm going to set a timer real quick because I don't have long. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Give me one moment. <laughs> All right. So the funny thing is, Caleb and sort of Elijah too, kind of, I feel like 
they read my notes because <laughs> everything that they talked about, I'm talking about. So, <laughs> hey, it's funny how the Lord works, you know? <laughs> so, if we could open up our Bibles to the reading of the word. I'll give you all a few mo moments to do that real quick. All right, so we're opening up to Luke 10. 38 verse 42 in verse 38 it says now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house and she had a sister called Mary which also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word but Martha was cumbered about how much serving and came to him and said, Lord, doest not thou care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. And Jesus, and as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Mar Martha opened up her home to him. Mary, who is Martha's sister, sat at Lord's feet and listened to what he had to say. While Martha was so distracted by everything that needed to be done. And going back to verse 40, it says, but Martha was cumbered about many was comforted about much serving and came to him and said lord doest thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone bid her therefore that she help me martha was angry at mary for not helping because instead mary mary was listening to what god had to say while Martha was distracted by everything else that needed to be done, she missed out on her opportunity. Hopefully I'm not going too long. Um, <laughs> hopefully not. Um, Martha had a choice. She could have stopped what she was doing and sat at the Lord's feet and listened to Jesus' words. But no, she chose to continue what she was doing and ignore Jesus. She was so caught up in everything that needed to be done that she missed the experience. The experience to sit at the feet of Jesus. If we think about it, this whole story is how some of us live like today. We are like Martha. We are distracted by everything else that is going on in this world that we forget to talk to the one who created us. Let me finish one more episode, you know, just like Caleb said about the game. Let me finish one more episode of this show. 30 minutes later, oh, I'll, I'll finish one more. One more episode. One more. 30 minutes goes on. I think I'm just going to go to bed. I'll pray tomorrow morning. The next morning, we don't even end up praying because we're too tired. From last night, from watching that episode that we probably shouldn't even be watching. Okay. 
Martha, Martha, Jesus said. But Martha chose to ignore Jesus and continue what she was doing. Jesus is calling each of us in this place today, just like he did to Martha. The question is, which path are we going to choose? Are we going to choose the path Martha chose or the path Mary chose? Jesus is with us wherever we go. He is omnipresent, so Jesus is always listening to what we have to say. He is trying to reach us and talk to us, but instead we choose to ignore that voice. It is so easy to get caught up in what everything else is going on in this world today that we forget to just stop and listen. All God desires is a relationship with us. That is, that is what is so awesome about our God. He loves us so much that he gave us a choice to either listen to him or ignore him. He is so selfish that when we ignore him at first and then suddenly when we are in so much need, we run to him with tears in our eyes. He listens to what we have to say. But we have to start listening to what Jesus has to say. We have to be like Mary and sit at the feet of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, I pray that you give us the strength, God, to come to you, Lord Jesus, over our worldly desires, God. Help us in this world today, Lord Jesus. Forgive us, Lord. We want to be more like you, God. Oh, forgive us, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, that was a good one. All right, so last but not least, we have Brother Samuel Midgordon. He is starting his second year at Georgia Southern, but he will also be transferring to Bible College next fall. He enjoys weightlifting and going fishing. Sam received the Holy Ghost here at Life at eight years old. Good morning. It's finally here. I've been nervous all morning, and I've been terrified and a bunch of mix of emotions. And thank God we're finally up at the pulpit and I'm about to do my word and then uh, man God has a theme today because all three of them just start me out <laughs> like they, you'll see you'll see you'll see uh, I forgot to say good morning how is everyone good 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 yeah y'all are one good looking congregation let me tell you uh, I would like to thank Pastor and Sister C for letting me come up here and speak to y'all this wonderful Sunday morning. Um, I had the privilege of growing up with the past three speakers, so I, I want to give them another hand. They were great. It's going to be really hard to follow up, though, I will have to say. Um, how many people like the shadow drama? The shadow drama. Um, when we watched the videos um, at practice, we could see how powerful it was going to be. And, you know, I just got goosebumps every time. And uh, not to ride out Christy or anything, but she said she cried during one of the um, practices. <laughs> Many of you probably saw me. I was the drunk, abusive father who slapped my little brother in the face. Um, and I promise it wasn't an excuse to beat him up in front of a live audience. <laughs> uh, I... I prayed three things on the way here this morning. I prayed that everybody receive his word properly. I pray that at least, at the very least, 
one person gets the Holy Ghost, and I know God, he's probably going to do way more than that, but, you know, <laughs> at least. And then the third thing I prayed for was for my cold sore to go away, but, you know, two out of three is good. Um, <laughs> if we could turn to Joshua chapter 1, uh, verses 7 and 8, please. Um, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever, complicated word, thou goest, next verse, verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. God is really pushing the Bible and its teachings here. And I know you guys are like, well, duh, Samuel, obviously. God's going to teach his, like, teach his teachings. That's just how it works. Um, but it's not only teaching the Bible itself, but also for you to have a godly mindset. It's not enough just to have the book and the information. You have to be constantly thinking with it and about it. Like when you have, when, ugh, sorry, like when there is a fitness ad or you see a personal trainer talking about getting more fit or healthy, you notice that most of them say, you got to change your mindset. You got to change the way you think and process things. Instead of, I can't wait to get a cupcake when I get home, your mindset should be, I can't wait till I work out when I get home because then I can be healthy. It's a change in mindset. <laughs> Not many people have that mindset, but we're just, we're just going to ignore that. <laughs> you got to have your mind on him and all that he wants for you, because how do you expect to live a godly life and not know the teachings that he has laid out for you? Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm just going to restart that sentence. <laughs> you got to have your mind on him and all that he wants for you, because how do you expect to live a godly life and not know the teachings that he has laid out for you, for you word for word? And we are blessed to have that word in this country. Can I get an amen? amen. <laughs> your mindset should be focused on him because when your mindset changes, your reactions and the way you act around people change. Instead of whispering to your neighbor in service, oh man, service has been going on for a while and I really want to go home, take a nap, eat that roast that my mom has sitting in the crock pot all night. And it shouldn't be that. It should be, oh man, God is doing great things for the people of God this morning. And, he, and if he wants me here, I'll be here. That is a godly mindset. That is a servanthood mindset. God also isn't just making these rules at random either. He says back in verse 8 where we just read, But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. You see, God didn't put the Bible on this earth as a rule book. He put it here as a guide in your own personal walk with him. That way, it guides you to a place of success. It is literally the guide to a successful and happy life. And not only did he give us this word that we can end, not only did he give us this word so that we can end up happy in this world, but also so that we can end up happy in the next one he has created for us. Again, I would like to thank the Crutchfields for letting me come up here. That is all. Love you guys.
Woo, glory. Praise God. What a mighty God we serve. I tell you what, you know, I, I envy you, Reverend Dave McGordon, all the years that you've spent here at life, and you get to see all these young people grow up, and, and uh, I tell you, it tells you, and I believe it's uh, Hebrews chapter 12, I think it says, let us run with patience the race that is, that God has set before us, and it means so much, I know, to uh, Brother Dave and, 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 and for Pastor and Sister Crutchfield to see young people who are running the race with patience, Amen. who are running that race, and, and always leading, always heading in the right direction, turning away from this worldly, all the flesh and worldly stuff that the, the enemy sets before us. Turning away from that stuff and, and turning towards God. Young people and old people alike, continue to run that race. Run it like you've never run it before. I'm talking about you. put away the things of this world. Put away all those fleshly desires that the enemy is tempting you with. Because... There is an everlasting life of eternity with our Lord Jesus waiting for us. Praise God. I want to open up this altar for each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audio Cast. 